I'm Rob. And I'm Robin. Thanks for listening to Marriage Marriage and and Us. Each week, we will talk about real-life topics that couples experience in everyday married life. So, let's get to today's episode. Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome back in. Here we are. Hope everybody's doing well. Here we are downstairs in the... The podcast corner. The podcast corner. It's pretty amazing... Yes. ...that here we sit this evening for us on a Sunday, and we started this in, on February the 6th of wow. this year. Wow. And, and, what, and what, we're on what episode now? And tonight is, uh, well, or today, if you're listening, whenever yeah. you're listening, yeah. episode 36. 36. It's incredible. Yeah. We have just talked our heads off. <laughs> we we have. <laughs> and uh, thank for all those who have been listening and all the people that have uh, reached out to us, given us comments and words of encouragement. Um, as we started out on this adventure of uh, talking about marriage, one of the topic that we love. Yes. We our, love because we love being married and we, it's one of our favorite topics to talk about. Yeah. And, you know, when we've done premarital coaching for some years now and meeting with young couples that are getting married. We've done a little bit of marriage coaching for couples that have been married, you know, for longer lengths of time. But, right. uh, you know, it's just really been fun to kind of jump out into the podcast world and and just, you know, share our spin on marriage. Yeah, our journey. And, and right. A lot of it, you know, I think that's what's been really fun about this past year um, is that, you know, it was just our leap of faith, mm. you know, to kind of jump into all of this. And thank you guys for so much support and encouragement along the way. And yeah, it's just been really, really fun. It has been. I was looking through some of the liner notes. I mean, one of our first episodes, we the topic that we love talking about, the foreign language, understanding yes. how to ask questions, uh, understanding what your expectations of marriage looks like. That's a and that's been a wonderful part of even with the podcast, as you just said that, that's something that we didn't realize we were going to benefit so much for, from true the the back and forth as we get ready to do the podcast or while we're in the midst of doing the podcast, something we learn or uh, a light gets shined. We go, oh, that's so good. We need to think about that more. How do we process that? That's yes. been a great, um, something I, I didn't necessarily see coming or expect. That's been a, 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 a very much joy that it's brought to my life. And I know yours as well, too. Definitely. And, you know, talking about the foreign language, if it's your first time listening in, so we we call the foreign language the the language that each of us speak individually, and uh, it's a language that our spouses learn how to speak. So it is it's their foreign language. In other words, I have thirty three years now uh, <laughs> under my belt uh, learning how to speak. Rob, you do it quite well. Thank you. You're welcome. And and vice versa for him learning how to speak Robin, and it's all about you know, learning how to uh, communicate so that your spouse can hear what you're saying. Right. Like, have you ever been somewhere in it and it's just like you feel like someone doesn't understand you? And I think that that can be frustrating or um, 
I don't know if depressing is the right word, but it, it you know it can make you feel a little sad if you feel like people don't understand where you're coming from, and so it can you know, be tiresome. I mean, yes. I, I, a lot of couples that we talk to, I think that's that's what can happen is when you don't feel heard and, and don't feel seen, right? That that becomes like you, you, that's where you fall into that mundane those moments of marriage where it becomes stale because you just like what's is there why do I keep trying right and that's where the frustration can come in so that those abilities to keep asking questions to understand what your expectations are that that's one of the great things about what the foreign language does it helps me understand if if I'm talking too much rob and not enough robin mm-hmm. that I'm probably not, I'm not talking your language and it can sound foreign. Right. I mean, that's the whole purpose of what the foreign language is. And you want to get to that place where it becomes fluent. Yes. And you don't need, not that you, and I know this is a word that we say a lot, curiosity. You always want to have curiosity. That was a big word that we really hit on three or four episodes back, which is, is, is a great thing. But as I learned to speak your language, the interpretation of how we communicate becomes easier. Yes, because curiosity trying. it means you're curious. You're going to lean in. Yes, you're, you're good. engaged. You Absolutely. know, you're, you're moving forward, and and I love that so much. But um, yes, I think the foreign language concept is is so great because no matter how much you plan, no matter how many books you read in advance, nothing mm. ever prepares any of us for marriage. If it's our first marriage, walking in, and even if it's not our first marriage, it's still going to be different. That's so good. You know, I really hadn't thought about that to just now. So there, there's no book that's going to teach you how to do things perfectly. Right. It's two people who have grown up in two totally different <laughs> environments, you know, with, with their tribe, so to speak, right. their people, and now they come together under one roof, and it's complex. Absolutely. It is complex. It's it's wonderful. Sure. But at times it's also challenging. Um, which is what we, you know, as we're going through kind of recapping this year, which in episode five is something we really uh, touched on when we understand generational habits and patterns and cycles, what that looks like, what you just said, where we come from, how we were raised. Yes. What did Thanksgiving that's around the corner, what did that look like? All those things that may ha- we've joked about it countless times, how you fold the towels, all those things. Right. What chores, was your first chores? Uh, how did you interact with your parents? Right. All those things. The people that raised you, what did they mirror for you? Mm. You know, as a, as a woman, the first man that mirrored things to me is my father. Right. You know, for you, it was your mother. Now, it may be for some that are listening, maybe it's not a mother or father. It could be a grandparent. Yeah. could be someone else. But that, that first person of the opposite sex that you really watched, especially through childhood, and you picked up and and that little mind mapping, you know, inside of you said, oh, like for me, a man says this, does that. Right. You know, it it, it's it, it becomes your things. language. Yes. Which is exactly why the foreign language is so important. And with generational habits, with the foreign language, we touched on this, we did a two-parter on a productive conflict, understanding yes. that arguments, which we totally believe this, are an opportunity to learn something about your spouse. So again, think about when you just add that one word, is that's kind of where we coined the phrase with that productive conflict. Yes. Conflict 
in itself feels can be difficult. Mm-hmm. But when you realize there's a purpose behind it, there's there's productivity in learning what you need and how I want to say that to you again, foreign language, how I want to communicate to you. And it may not be the same for me. Right. Because I grew up different. Yes. But, but if I want to be a great a great husband for you, I've got to learn in those moments. Again, this word is a huge word, and you'll hear us say this throughout every episode, just about you cannot be offended and and, and have curiosity at the same time. Yeah. That's that's a big point. You've got to stay, have curiosity, stay alive, because if you get offended, you're going to, I think the best way to describe it is you're going to miss a moment. Yes. Something special that you could learn about you that that I may not have the opportunity to know or hear from you if I if I become offended. And because I shut off my emotions when I do that. Oh, sure. And when you're offended, your walls go up. Hmm. You know, marriage is about vulnerability and vulnerability takes courage to keep the walls down in communication and to really lean into your partner to learn more about them, to even listen to difficult conversations, which that's another episode that we did that I really enjoyed talking about things that are hard at times right. uh, when your spouse says, you know, when you do this, it makes me feel this way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that if the bottom line, and I know we're really big on the the little slogan that we have for each other, that I'm for you and you're, you're for, for me. me. So if that's the baseline that we're for each other when difficult conversations come, the walls, I think, stay down. The vulnerability is activated, and oh, that's so good! And courage, activate, yeah, to that's activate so that and to see those speak one those in a way that's honoring and respectful, but honest and open. You know, to to where we learn more. That's that whole productive conflict concept. Sorry, again, I just said it. That that just that's one of those wonderful moments that we didn't have rehearsed. Vulnerability activated. I love that. My, mm. I'm just having such a great visual. It's like pushing a button, but because that's something you choose to do. Yes, you choose to be vulnerable. You choose to be open. You choose to not be offended. You choose yes. to hear and pause and take that moment to go. I, I love you. I I want to be in this moment with you. As difficult as it is. I choose, I activate vulnerability. That's so good. I'm going to think about that all week. Oh, that's so good. Which, and I was looking here. So episodes 13, 14, and 15, we really deal with the power of our words Mm. and the highs and lows in marriage, which is what you kind of touched on there just for a second. Understanding vulnerability, when you're open with that and when you're able to communicate your needs, what it, what the gift that I think that's what we learned. We were talking to some couples uh, the other night about that. There's a gift in giving part of yourself openly with vulnerability. This is what I need from you, or this is how I'm even perceiving you. Yes. Is a gift when it's done the right way. Yes. Well, and, and, uh, uh you're right. We were taught, we had a couple, some couples over the other night and got into this really great, conversation. And when you talk about needs, you know, we get into those words like assumption, Mm. um, that you want to assume you know the needs of your spouse. And you 
can think you're being helpful even in a moment that you see your spouse in a place of distress or overwhelmed because they have a lot going on and they're busy um, or maybe they're, you know, not feeling well. And so you assume, oh, I, I know what my spouse needs and you, you do something only to find out that's really not what they needed. And so having uh, open dialogue about that very topic, you know, when I'm in distress, this is what I need from you. Mm. You know, when I'm sad, this is what I need from you. When I'm feeling overwhelmed, because if you don't express your needs, I love this little phrase. It's like sitting at a restaurant waiting for food you never ordered. And I just think that <laughs> is the best. It's and the, being upset about it. Right. Where's my order? <laughs> <laughs> and so you want to express your needs. It's so important. And it really takes all that guessing work out. And, uh, yeah, it's it's just so good, right? Which is what we really, uh, we dive pretty deep in episode 26, overthinking in your marriage, which is Ooh. what you just kind of touched on. Yes. Is assuming, letting your thoughts get away. Uh, well, I, I, this is, I said this before, and this is how he responded. I think that's. That's the slope that you have to guard in marriage mm-hmm. going, you know, letting that, let your thoughts become like, well, this is never going to change. Or right. This is the way it's always going to right. be. We've heard couples say that, to, you know, and that's as we watch people's body language as they sit across the couch from us, you, you can see how painful that is on both of their faces most of the time, because it's like, you just, it's almost like you feel like they've given up. Yes. Because the result doesn't change, but they've set themselves up for a pattern because they're they're so assuming how this is going to go. Right. And that's where assuming is kind of like what being offended can do to you. It it kills curiosity. Yes. It stops the flow of communication. It stops the flow of intimacy. Mm-hmm. And it 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 almost builds this huge brick wall of emotional disconnect. Yes. It's really good. Yeah. Well, it's creating your own narrative of what you think the person's motives are. And, and I mean, it can be simple stuff. It, it can be that you wanted your husband to take out the trash and he's in the middle of a video game. And because he didn't put the controller down in the moment and go empty the, the trash can, you know, you can slide easily into just silly things. I've got to ask, is that a real life scenario (laughs) or is that just an example? I just wanted to make Uh, it clarify for those that may be listening. Yes. The the people I'm talking about shall remain nameless. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's like that kind of thing. Oh, they didn't get up. You know, I I needed, I wanted this to be done. And I mean, and and sometimes, I mean, when you're a, a a person who's a doer, you know, who really likes to check off the the task list, you know. Um, and I, I mean, I I can get in that rhythm. There's something I really enjoy about checking those task lists off. But if I expect for you, when I ask you, you know, and often you just take the trash out. So let me clarify for everyone out there. In you don't really have to land. ask. No, me. I really don't. Yeah, thank you. You, I just you, you to take pat- the trash out. But let's say without that, being that asked, you didn't. Let's just clarify. Yes, let's say you didn't, and then I mentioned it, right. and you're in the middle of doing something. And if you, if you didn't get up and do it in the moment, and I let my thoughts carry me somewhere uh, and start painting a narrative of 
you know, well, yeah, I guess because, you know, he really, he he never, he, he doesn't want to help me. See, he didn't even get up off the couch. Can he see this can is full mm. and this trash needs to be taken out? And I bet it's because he doesn't even care about this. And, you know, and, and that's how it starts. It's this rolling narrative that starts building that can be so far from the truth, so far yes. from the truth, but it can build resentment. It can build um walls in between couples and cause major issues based on small things. That's why, I mean, I know some of you out there listening, and if you've listened to many of our sep- episodes, you know, we we talk about the towels a lot, folding the towels. <laughs> but it is because we've seen, uh, I'm not going to say multiple, but it's at been, least two or three couples that I, have I really underestimating that number. gotten just... into it about, yeah, how how clothes are folded or towels are folded or dishes are put away or whatever, you know, um, it, it's those kind of things that. But, but I want to make way. sure to clarify we're, what we're not saying. We're not giving you a get out of jail card for free. That's not what we're saying. Right. Chores are important. The house, all those things are important, but it's, you're doing those things together. Yes. And, if somebody's asked you 10 times to do something, that's pretty excessive. Yes. And I think that's that's where you've got to know, understanding. I was thinking about episode 29, marriage. Are we in this together? Oh, yeah. I but, love the title of that episode. That was, I, just, I think that is such a great question. Because, I mean, our viewpoint, this is how we operate. And just throwing this out to it, hopefully encourage you, the dishes aren't your job. They're not my job. They're our job. Mm-hmm. Now, I take the trash out most of the time, but I've seen you take the trash out. Sure. And when you do it, I don't go, oh, my gosh, I forgot to take the trash out. Now, maybe when right. we were first married, I did, maybe because I felt it was some responsibility or something I should have done. But now, if you take the trash out, I don't think it's because I didn't. Right. That just that That's so good. I don't know why that's just hit me. That's a great visual for some of you guys out there. It's that you think it's this responsibility rather than seeing that we're you're in it together. Yes. And I I don't I don't do the dishes because you ask. I do the dishes because I want to because it this is our house. Right. Well, just like I get out there, you know, uh Rob wanted to buy a push mower Ugh. this summer and we had always paid for our lawns Ooh. to be mowed. It was a hot one. And it, you know, in the especially in the whew, you know, the really Ugh. when the the heat really started kicking in July. I'll get out there and say, hey, do you want to take a break? You know, and give him a bucket of water to drink. <laughs> water hose over my head. <laughs> and go out there and, you know, push the mower for a while. Because, again, yes, it's like we're in this together. And that's, it's so great, you know, when you when, when you come home. There's a house and then there's home, mm. you know. And, and home can be many things. But this is part of the practical side of that, that we're, you know, sharing the things that keep our house nice and, you know, just the things that you do. Because I believe something we touched on in that episode, which is just hitting me even more true. Here's what I want you to hear, especially if you're a man. Don't hear that your wife is asking you to do the dishes or take out the trash. But after five or six times, here's what... And I want you to tell me if I'm thinking about this wrong. That if he's not going to do this, what does that say about our marriage? Mm. 
And I think there can be a mindset that starts happening. If he's not going to follow through or vice versa, it could be something with, with you as, as a woman. If they're not going to follow through with this, what does that mean for other things? Sure. Yes. You, I think that um, the question that can come into your mind in moments like that is, does he really care? Mm. You know, does he really care? Um, and, and, for me, I, like I said, I'm a because it's acts I'm a, of service, which is, yeah, a love, a which is a love language. We all know the you know the Gary Chapman book, the five love languages. I mean, it's a, if you don't know what we're talking about, you just go online, take this simple test, and you know he just kind of breaks down those five love languages. It's such a great, great, great yes. tool to know how to understand your spouse better. But for me, yes, acts of service, when you jump in and do things with me, I always tell Rob, you know, if he vacuums the rugs, it's like you gave me a dozen roses. Right. That That's what it means to me. So if you're that kind of person, and it doesn't have to always be the wife. I mean, it can be, sure. the you know, the husband as well. If, if those things mean something to you and your spouse jumps in and do those things, you know, with you, right. does the things with you. It yeah, it means a whole lot. Absolutely. You know, just as much as someone who like I think another one is quality time. When right. I take time and just sit and really spend the evening with you, if we're going to watch a show or play a game. Which we talked about date night. Talk, yeah, go the out on a date. Of work. Yes. yes, so good. But episode thirty-one: balancing work, play, rest in your marriage. Mm-hmm. That's that's part of it. Yes. So understanding again, because like what you just said with the love languages. We've got to realize how to speak our, our our spouse's language, and if it's the dishes, is that really that big a deal? Right, you know what I'm saying. Right, and I think that that's what we were always trying to stress when we talked about those type of things was understanding. I, again, I'd stayed single. Mm-hmm. Is it? It's really not worth the uh, having an argument over something that's something so small. Right. So just men, as much as the opposite side of that is. You know, if you grew up with a, a mother that you were literally trying to take the last bite of food as she's removing the plate off the table to go wash it. That was my mom, <laughs> yes. You know, uh, where there was this expectation, um, you know, where a good housewife does the dishes right after dinner. She right. doesn't let dirty sinks or dirty sink, dirty dishes sit in the, in the sink, sink to yes. become a dirty sink. Um, <laughs> just for clarification. So, you know, I think it kind of can go both ways. I mean, if you're just always meticulously doing these things and you never kind of give yourself a break to say, is it really the end of the world if these dishes right. sit till tomorrow? Really? Because so I'm not we, trying to, I'm just saying no, that, you know, no, that's I, the, that's the. Absolutely. Because here's the bottom line as we close out this thought. The bottom line with that is, and we've said this before, to say, that change doesn't happen in your marriage, that, that that's just, that's not a factual statement. Who we are 33 years in is totally different than who we were when we first got married. Yes. Change continually happens because I heard this this week uh, on another podcast that I was listening to, to understand that I want to change for you. And as a believer uh, that says Jesus is my Lord, I want to be able to change, not just for you, but I love him. And when he prompts me or he encourages me something, how, I, how I've how i said something to you, 
I wouldn't say to him now, look here, Jesus, you just stay out of this. <laughs> I, I would never do that. Right. So I want to do the same for you. Mm. I changed because there's so many benefits with that for us as a couple, for you as my wife, and but for me as an individual, I don't want to be the same person I was 33 years ago. First of all, I don't have a mullet. So there you go. Don't have that anymore. Thank That's God. gone. Thank goodness. And you don't have hair that makes you six feet tall. No. Exactly. No, I haven't bought Aquanet in several years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But all everything about every podcast, every episode that we've done this last season, this last year, has been about hopefully giving you points of direction. You know, we had one episode we talked about the marriage compass. We always want to be pointing towards being a better spouse, better communication, keep our curiosity alive, and have and have those moments that I, I know you and I have talked about this many times. I love it when a couple says, I don't know what you guys have got, but we want some of it. Yes. And that's that that's what we're after. We want our marriage to be an example and a light that others go, marriage is good. Because mm-hmm. there are there are single people out there watching you as a married couple that are going, yes, uh, that's why I want to be married. That's 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 why I want to say I do because I, I want I want to find somebody that loves me and wants to be part of my life and walk hand in hand with me in the grocery store or wherever we may be. Yes. So it's been a great year, hasn't it? It has been awesome. Yeah. I just want to say thank you to everybody who's taken time, who's listened to us, um, reached out to us. It means so so much. And we look forward to, uh, you know, creating some more content here in the in the near future. We might drop a few episodes around the holidays. Holidays, yeah. Something yeah. maybe around Thanksgiving or Christmas, because Lord knows <laughs> <laughs> those are stressful seasons <laughs> for people. We totally get that. Yes. But we're, as we close out this first season uh, and we move into uh, next year, we're going to look at how to do things better. Uh, I know we kicked it around. Some of you heard that before. We're really going to try to look at video short, whether we put on YouTube, whatever the case may be. So pray with us about that. And speaking of that, we know, I don't think we've ever mentioned it on one of the episodes, but as you listen, there is a support, uh, the episode link that you can do. Any amount helps. Uh, We've never mentioned that before, but if you want to support the show, $5, $10, I'm not going to put an amount on it. But that's available as well too because it, it does cost us something to do these episodes and but that's not why we do it but I heard somebody say the other day I don't want to you know I know this sounds kind of cheesy I don't want to rob somebody that maybe we've impacted their life that just wants to say thank you in that way and that's we're good yeah that's what great. you want to do yeah so thank you guys thanks for listening yep as always and we'll see you soon bye bye you've been listening to Marriage and Us with your hosts Robin Robin Atkins Stay up to date by following them on Instagram at marriageandus underscore podcast and on Twitter at marriageandus. Also, hit the follow button so you never miss an episode from your favorite couple.